Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk to you Oops. Oh, Recorded well, I can always live. Cut out. I can always no, if I post it. I can cut out anything, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. All right. Hey, everyone. It's me and Ethan again. So there we are. <laughs> I I just already asked you how you're doing, so and you just listened to me. I I just did my first. Uh, I don't know what is it. What do they call that? A Google Hangout or I don't know what it what is. That what is it? Called? Because somebody was in the text asking you about doing a Google Hangout, so you can invite other people in. So maybe oh, that's not what you did. No, I guess I just did a. Go live show on YouTube. I don't know my YouTube channel. I don't know. I guess it's not a Google Hangout. I have no idea how to do Google Hangout. I honestly don't because I don't even know how to invite anybody in. I guess you got to email them or let them know if they're gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, because uh, somebody on there was saying something about Google Hangout. It seems like at the end of the recording, all of a sudden, these other people started popping in. Like I said, I, you know Justin, don't you? Justin. How do I know Justin? Yeah. I don't know his last name, but apparently it seems like he knew you from listening to your show. I'm oh, yeah, I it was like... Oh, you're talking about, yeah, you like watching, you know, through uh, uh, the YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, but I, out of the blue, he asked me if, I don't know if I, if I knew Hoodoo Voodoo or Voodoo Hoodoo. That's what he said. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is. Well, it's a witchcraft, so it's type of witchcraft. So I, I, I looked it up and I'm like, okay, I never heard the full Hoodoo Voodoo. I guess it's like a it's like a cross between Native American shamanism and Haitian and African um, witchcraft. You know what I mean? Yeah, something like that. So I don't know. I I know like uh, the lady. What's her name? Cat uh, Hanson, if that's her real name. But she's a she's calls she calls herself the Hoodoo woman, and she says that she's chalk. So, Chaka, that is a Chaka. Chaka uh, Indian. Chaka Indian uh, shaman, uh, or woman medicine woman. Woman medicine doesn't make sense. There's a contradiction. That was redundant. It wasn't woman medicine woman. <laughs> a medicine woman. Anyways, uh, basically a witch. So yeah, and she does. Be, she really does behave that way from her uh, YouTube channel and that. And how she presents herself. She, a lot of times in the past, she present. Uh, she puts other images of other women on that okay. are more prettier than her. You know what I mean? And and she doesn't. She makes up a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? And I I, I think she might have 
been involved in some of the witchcraft that was directed my way over the winter. So I can't prove that because you know what? I I can't I can't prove that because you never unless they they admit it. And I mean, how do you know? You know what I mean? Somebody was some somebody was sending something to me because the biggest demonic entities in the world attacked me, especially after I exposed the Patterson film and got ready to do the Ted Line show with Dr. Uh, Erica. Erica Shepard. So, man, that week, and then afterwards, man, for the next two months, God allowed some crazy things to happen. Anyways, did you get a chance to see my latest video? Um, About the sky? That one? Yeah, the latest. The one about uh, stars, orbs, uh, sprites, um, asteroids, um, that kind of thing. the very last one you did? Because it seemed like there was two of them. Well, I just posted one this morning. Short video. Uh, okay. Basically, oh, well, and there it, was... oh, and it, the wheel within the wheel, uh, Ezekiel's wheel, you know, um, chapter one of Ezekiel. Yeah, well, there was one where you you were concentrating on one and you kept zooming in and out. Well, there's a couple of them like that, but uh, it's okay. interesting. Uh, I guy kind of revealed some, he he revealed some stuff to me. Man, there's an echo going on in your end. Uh, uh, God revealed some stuff to me to, this week when I started filming stars. And I'm like, oh my gosh, orbs and stars, wheels within the wheel. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And he started revealing all this other stuff about what uh, most likely Ezekiel was talking about. Yep, when he talks about the angels, you know, and the four-headed angels and this, their four wings. In fact, even the video, there's a uh, part of it too is uh, someone captured uh, in a security camera in someone's backyard an entity that, look, that has wings that uh, materialized. And I have that in there too. Uh, when it talks about the wings within the wings and all that, or, you know, the, the four or six wings that it has. And uh, I think it's like two wings and each w- four wings. And two wings are together, so it's like, how did it say that? Uh, I don't know, we could read it again if you want. About, about wheel within the wheel, obviously that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that is, I mean, if you look at the, the behavior of a star, a, a truly behavior star, because I've shown you true images of a star, not what NASA shows. And the only thing that was enhanced about anything, if there was, was to brighten it up and to, so that it could be more uh, invisible. You know what I mean? Just so you yeah. see it. But outside of that, there wasn't really too much. There was no tweaking as far as the changing of what it actually was. And you can see the movement of a star, and you can see, take a close look at it. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a wheel within a wheel. And then you look at orbs, and they have circles within circles, within circles. And there's circles within circles within circles and stars. And what do stars do? They move like a wheel. They move 
across the sky like a wheel. And I'm like, well, yeah. of course, of course, of course. And then, you know, those orbs that, and in the stars, we're, we're finding faces in the stars and in the orbs. And of course, you know, you would, it, and usually more than one face. So it would make sense that, you know, he was seeing something that looked like one, that so looked like a, an ox and the next it looked like a, a man and then an eagle and then was so forth one an ox an eagle man and uh lion lion thank you so it, it makes sense to me that what he was exp- seeing and then there's like sprites it's like okay and the clouds you know, it talks about clouds looking like amber, glowing, and like something like uh, like coals in a fire type of thing. You know what I mean? So uh, I think I got a better idea because a lot of people are trying to say it's like a, a spaceship, you know, yeah. a mechanical thing. But, but God is our God is a God of life, not of mechanical things. He creates life. It's living things and entities that he creates. It's life. He doesn't create. He doesn't need to create spaceships. He doesn't need to create UFOs. He doesn't need to create any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I, I've personally seen something that I've seen uh, uh, one of the last times I, I was with my father, and that was at his house. He started to get... We never really had discussions, because I'm not sure if I was saved at that point. But he started getting fascinated with the stars and all that other stuff because uh, he would go in, I don't know if I told you, but in the, in the back of his, where he lived, where my grandparents' house was, um, there was a cemetery up on the hill. And obviously I used to, t- I told you that I, used, you know, I wanted quiet time. That's where I'd go and play guitar. But he would go up there at night because it was obviously dark. And he would lie on his back and look at the stars, and he'd do that for hours and hours. So he had a couple, you know, a couple things, but he, he had these big giant binoculars, and I think that's what he, had, he that's the only thing he had at the time. So, uh, I was it, uh, like, like I said, one of the last times I saw him, I was out, you know, well, no, it was, was a long time ago because I was still smoking. So I was sitting outside smoking, I look up, and I, I seen something. And it's, I think I've seen the same, almost what you would call the same exact thing I saw two nights ago at work. Um, you know, after I get done, I, I, I sit down and I, I there's a w- couple of windows outside. It's pretty crazy. I'll tell you another story after that. Um, but almost the same image where I, because you think it's a helicopter, because helicopters come in and out of around where I live because there's so many hospitals in the surrounding areas. So I'm always thinking that, and I'm like, okay, well, I was marking a shadow from the from the light from the inside on the window pane. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stare at that for a little bit as I'm doing something. And I just kept staring at probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, well, this thing's not moving. And, you know, what I would normally say was a helicopter. Um, it had, I would see flashing red light and I would see flashing blue lights. And it's at such a distance, but you know, you know you're seeing a spark of red. You know what I mean? You're seeing a spark of another color. And, it kept, and I, I kept seeing these different colors, and I'm like, 
I know that ain't a helicopter because it's not changing. And all of a sudden, God put in my mind about, like I, I just brought up to you about my father. Um, I said something to him, and he come outside, and he had these binoculars. Dude, these binoculars, I don't know what they're for, but they're, they're like a foot and a half long. Um, so uh, that's the only thing he had, so I was looking through one of them. And I got a little closer, but I definitely noticed the different shades of the flashing colors, and it, it did seem to morph after a while. I've seen videos like this. My, my, it's kind. That's that's crazy. He's showing me something else. There's another time. It was almost the exact said, same and, you, and you said this yeah. happened just two nights two nights ago. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I'd have to figure out what direction. We're both, both kind of on the same wavelength. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, you, Go ahead. You, you know me, Michael. I've, I always keep my head up, obviously, more in the daytime because I'm, I'm paying attention to those chemtrails going on left and right. But every once in a while, you'll, I'll do that. I, I, outside my window here, I got a flat roof that I can go on and do that. And I got a, a telescope for my buddy. And, of course, it's not so good. But, it, you know, it, it, it gets the job done. But, um, but like I said, I, I don't want to distract. I, I was seeing the same image. But all of a sudden, but like I just said, God just put in my head right now that I re- my friends, we're living, tell you the truth, I think it was almost the same direction that I was looking. But this is almost like, I was still in school, so I'd say ninety-eight, uh, maybe. Um, so my body was flipping out because he he ha- he just caught something on a video camera. Of course, it, you know th- this is ninety-seven, so it was an actual old-school video camera. So he runs up and he shows us, and it's the same image that I just described to you, but it was almost like dancing for them it was it's weird it's and i know this is true we've had conversations about the idea that some of these things are spiritual beings some of them are angels and some people can know oh they're looking at us so let's put on an entertainment for them and i think they do that so when i when we looked at certain things i would see it dancing around so that was an interesting video, but yeah, the, the, what I just saw, it was, you know, I think it was Thursday or Friday at work, and it was a, it was the same object that I saw that was many years later. But I try uh-huh. to pay attention to that. So, but here's the interesting thing that I found out. Now, I, I'm after you and after you, and I'm not harassing you right now, but I'll just bring it up, so put it in your head, about you having that camera. And obviously you're filming what you're filming those last couple of videos with this camera. And I told you, you know, it'd be nice to have that, that day shot of the, the moon and you, you move sideways and you could see the sun. You know what I mean? Technically, that's not supposed to happen. But I see it every other day. So I, I guess I must be crazy and these other people are crazy. But um, I don't know. Does that happen to have a night vision on it? Mm, you mean like infrared type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. But then again, I could look into that. I I don't think the, the menu is that complicated. I haven't 
really what I used last was it's called Moon. Uh, it's called Moon, like like the Moon, and yeah. Uh, and then the, that's the I guess with the program or what would it be Moon? I should look at it so I don't just I'll want to I'll walk over to the camera in a minute and tell you. But uh, I, I definitely keep up what you're doing. But, that's pretty cool. But I'm sorry, I, w- I just want to say this real, real quick. The reason why I brought that up is um, there's a handful of people that I've talked to or watched videos, and they got, you know, obviously really night, really nice night vision in military, some of them military-style cameras. And, you know, some of them are just the, the binocular things that just slip over your head like, a, I don't know if you ever heard of Metal Gear Solid, that type of stuff. But... For some reason, if you look in the sky with night vision, you could actually see this stuff going on. It's it's like you can see the battles in the sky going on, and you could just see all you see is just obviously you're looking night vision. Everything appears green. That's that's the reason why I brought it up because when you zoom in, what you're looking at has a greenish tint to it. So it reminded me of night vision. And that's why I'm telling the story. So if you look up oh, in no. the sky. You would see it. Would, it's just like it's craziness. Like the closest yeah. thing that I'd ever seen to that, which is interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen this or even would pay attention after I say this to you. I noticed you had that giant fish tank. Oh yeah. I I don't want to distract you, but the whole time you were talking, dude, I, I don't know if these fish hate each other, but you have various ones chasing each other the whole time. It was it was crazy, but um, I have a fish tank. And Ladia was the first one that noticed it. She she looked really closely and she noticed these white specks. And she's like, "Come here." And I I have a little uh a magnifying glass. It's a, it's a jeweler's spectacle kind of thing. And you can look uh-huh. at the dollar bill real close. That's actually how I first saw the owl on the dollar bill. But I looked at the fish tank and I held it up. And there's all these little white microscopic things dancing around, and I'm like, what is that? But that's what it reminds me of, of all these angels fighting, and like there's wars going on right now in the sky, just like oh, yeah. you see on a different level. You know what I mean? You could, you could go in the woods and you could see tons of things. But when you're looking up at the sky with these night visions, these people are catching this stuff going on. And, of course, a lot of those guys ain't saved. So, oh, there's UFO battles. They're, see, the battles are going on. See, UFOs exist. And I'm like, oh, well, no, those are angels. Well, amen to that. So, yeah, uh, I just, I, I don't, I know there's no infrared on that. I don't think. I went over there and it was too hot, so I got to, <laughs> you know, I got the AC on and everything, and it's 72. I don't know if my AC's working or anything, but it's like super hot in my place, so. Like super, super, duper hot. I got two fans blowing on me and everything, so I don't want to move right now. But because uh, every every time you've been hearing my fans, I've been shutting them up. So I got the window open. I'm drinking ice cold water, so I'm okay right now. I usually can you I hear can, my fans? A, can you no, hear my not fans? At not at all. Okay. But yeah, uh, as far as the moon and the sun, I did try once. And the problem was with the chemtrails, yeah, of course. and uh, I couldn't get a decent shot of the moon. 
And also, um, I can't hold steady the camera very well because of my MS. So, and I didn't have my tripod. I was actually filming my son playing at the park because it's the first time I had it in a while. And so, uh, I tried my best because I was thinking of you. And yeah, it would be good to have a good, uh, something good when it comes to that. I don't think there is. But I'm just happy. I'm just happy that it was in your head, and you actually saw the moon in the sky during the day. Oh, I've I've seen it numerous times. So you you don't. It's just it's just it's just amazing to me because it kind of proves that the moon is transparent. You know, it's common sense that it's it's you know what it's not common sense because people don't have common sense. But as a regular person during the day, yeah. During the day, because it's transparent. Because you could see the blue through it. You could see the blue through it. And obviously at night, what do you see? You see the black through it. Yeah. And it's just, okay, if this is the case, guess what? Nobody can land on it. We, you know, I, I, got, I can't say that. We don't know what it is, right? Right. Got sixty-two views already and seven likes from what, that curse of the of the secret is streaming. Well, praise God, so. dude! I really I wa- I wanted to alert you to be like, hey, let's do a show and grab some of these people, and because I obviously you know how to do that because you you were bringing in uh, David Halleck and two other people, so you can bring a couple people in, but obviously it's you know it's <laughs> hard because. Try not to jump on everybody, you know. Well, that was here. That's through talk show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't have to do anything. They just call in. No one calls in when we do something. Because <laughs> we never, we never. Uh, there are people that do call into the show with David. Those are people that go to his church or go to his teachings already. So it's and right. it's case. Is like I don't know if it's really his little flock or just his, because he doesn't really want that to be. And I I agree with him. It's just his brothers and sisters in Christ that he's been able to fellowship with, where he lives in Portland. So, and they just joined. That was very and, wonderful. Know. Didn't you think, Michael, that he? Well, I hate the idea that he had to because he didn't have to, but he stated that. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't like to see myself as that. I see myself as their brother. I thought that was very right. wonderful of him to say, because that's how it should be, right? Pretty much. I, that's how I see it, too. I mean, it's, you know, he's he's a real blessing. He's, he's definitely a brother in Christ. And so, you know, it's it's, it's good to have that, you know what I mean? Just, even if it takes, you know, we have to be, you have to be in another state, and he has to be on the other side of the country. That's That's the way it is. That's the way it is, right? Yeah, it's God's will, right? So it's, it's <laughs> it'd be nice if you and I and everyone had something local and they have the same the equivalent, but but obviously we don't. So that's why God's having well, us hang out. You we were hanging you brought out. that up, and uh, you were talking. What somebody was from Australia, and the other person said they were from the Justin. I think was the one who said he is from the Caribbean. 
Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, and it, it actually brought up, he was a, a, a Catholic for 12 years, and I jumped in, and I'm like, you know me. I was like, hey, I need to contact you. I'd like to ask you some questions, so hopefully you'll email me. Is he still it's, a Catholic? It's, it's, no, he's not a Catholic no more. It's just I don't know, you know, what he is. Obviously, he, he said, you know, he's a Christian. He's there on the show, so he's he's tolerating the things you say, and you're saying a lot of things about Jesus, so... You know, your regular person is not going to sit there and listen to the word of Jesus. No, they're not. They will think oh, it's foolishness. <laughs> they will think it's foolishness like Jesus told us. They'll think it's foolishness. Absolutely. Pro- pro- professing themselves wise, they became fools. Anyways, so yeah, I did try... T- to, and I definitely want to do the the moon sun thing, and it's one of those things I always like talk to my son whenever we're driving. I see the moon in the middle of the day. I always point it out to him. Go, hey Chase, look at there's the moon. And I go, where, where, where? And I go, isn't that strange? You can see the moon in the middle of the day. <laughs> you know what's going on here? I thought the moon was supposed to be at night. Which is interesting in its own right, because if if the moon toward the night, right? As it says in Genesis one, we'll look at it real fast. The light for the night, right? The sun yeah. for the day and the moon for the night. There's something going on here. Because we know we can trust the word of the Lord, over, you know. Um, oh my gosh! Oh, my book's really falling apart. Uh, okay, and the firmament, and let the reflection, and then God made two great lights: the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. And He made the stars also. Okay. If the moon is to rule the night, how come the moon is is ruling is now part of the day? It's a question. That's a million dollar question in my eyes. Cause I, you know, that you know, I can't really tell you that I remember in any way that I remember seeing the moon. You know what I mean? Like during the day, because you know, growing up and all, you know, I don't know if it was. I don't know, man. I, I'm sure I've seen it and just never really comprehended it. But obviously when you're saved and when you're reading the Bible and never mind the flat earth stuff, all of a sudden I'm starting to noticing it. Yeah, and I, then there's another thing too, because if you're not out and about to see it, if you're not looking for it, like you said, because the flat earth... I'm during the day too. <laughs> right. Right, or... You know, you had school, then you came home, and then you didn't most time, especially the older you got, the less likely you were to go out and run around the neighborhood. So uh, so this is another reason for you not to see it. And then, uh, but back to this whole thing about if the moon is supposed to rule, then it's lesser light to rule the night, and we're seeing it during the day. Did something happen during the course of time from the creation to now that caused the moon to um, 
shift a little bit, if you will. Now, this this is a theory of mine, and it goes back to what people call craters on the moon and how all of them are 90-degree angles or straight shots from the surface of the plane of our existence. In other words, there's no other... Uh, as far as craters go, there's they're all facing directly towards us, the rim. And there's none yeah. that, that have been hit from the side, you know what I mean, or anything less than uh, a 90-degree angle, you know what I mean, or greater. And so one, and it can only assume, and it's not biblical per se, but I was thinking about this. You, see, you know, why is it that, the, that God allowed whatever to happen? Because God makes things perfect. You look at the sun and what the sun really looks like. Uh, it's not some flaming ball. <laughs> it almost sounds like yeah. something from the, the LGBT thing, a uh, flaming <laughs> ball. Anyways, uh, it's, you know, it's especially if you see one like that's... Uh, uh, when they have a, like a, a, a solar eclipse or that kind of stuff, or even you know a, a direct shot of the sun, uh, it's just like a, it's just like an orange ball, especially in, in the morning or, or evening shots, uh, which is the best time to actually get a shot of what the moon, what the star, and sun will look like. And so, in other words, there's not a bunch of imperfections with it. It's almost like it's a, like a, a, a a lamp of some sort. And so uh, maybe the moon, did it have some kind of, uh, say, okay, let's go back to uh, the flood and the openings of the deeps from beneath and and the cataclysmic events as far as mountains and everything and all the things that happened uh, were huge chunks of the firmament, not the firmament, but the plane, shot up directly out and, like, say, hit this thing called this moon. And in that case, also, could it have also then affected the uh, the time of the moon? In a way. And I just, it's this it's, 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 I'm not saying it's the case. It's just bringing up the point. It's something to think about. And here's another thing, too. Okay, if the moon is to rule the night, and we know that night is the darkness, and that's in a lot of the the spiritual realm, in particular, like, say, the, the demons and the spirits of the Nephilim and all that was in the antediluvian period that's still here, is that like a reminder to them and to humanity of some distant past event to remind them of, say, the judgment of God. I don't know. I, I'm just making these things up because there's things that I think about and I'm like, well, God, there's a reason for why the moon looks the way it does. Because you don't do anything. Uh, everything you do is perfect, God. You do everything perfect. And for everything, there's your reasons which are beyond our reasons. And so the question I have for you, God, is why does the moon look the way it looks? Because it looks so imperfect. 
Like something happened to it. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know where to go with that, but this is. I know I'll you don't. One you where? I, well, you brought <laughs> up a bunch of things at once. Um, I'll start with the craters. Um, what I think that obviously this is just me. There's proof of. I'll just call them morons because the idea of somebody doing this, they have to be moronic. We know that they tried to blow the firmament up. There's no if, ands, or buts. They obviously, they were testing, quote unquote, these atomic bombs, that that's what it was. You know, that's obviously, that's questionary. But there is footage that they tried to blow up the firmament. Now, there's a stories coming out now that, no, they were trying to blow up the moon. First of all, either way, it's stupid. Why would you even, like, come on. You know what I mean? That's like me taking a knife and trying to cut my skin off. Why would I do such a thing? So the idea that, well, in their twisted minds, they want to get out. They want to blow up the firmament. So obviously the counteraction to that story is what I just, what I just said is, no, they were trying to blow up the moon. That is just utterly ridiculous. I don't know anybody would want to even think of believing that story because the considering what they brainwash us with up to this point that, oh, if you move the moon a little bit further away from us, we freeze, or the sun away from us, we freeze. We move it closer, we'll be hot and burn up. So if that logic is there, why would you even think about saying something stupid like that to counteract yeah. the idea they try to blow through the firmament? Not, I not really to think, mention, you know, not to mention the well, alleged distance of it. So it's based on what they're saying, that, and if it's, of course, we know it's much closer. So, anyways, it's in the firmament. So, how are they going to blow it up, anyways? Again, you know okay, I mean? so if that if that's the case. The pieces of what we know is the firmament hit the moon and caused that. Because, like I told you before, if you go to, they call it Libyan glass, and it's in one of these deserts, and it's scattered all through this desert. Uh And people think, you know, people that are coming out with the firmament idea, and they're studying it, and they're looking at this stuff, like, could this stuff be the firmament? And I, I don't know, I, I, I like the idea of that, but if that's the case and they did do that, wouldn't we kind of see that? If we're looking up in the sky and you're like looking at one section of the sky and you're like, okay, that doesn't look right. There, there's something, because obviously if you break a window or even if you break one of those, the windows that have plastic in it, the safety glass, you're going to see, okay, uh, there's something else in that window. So why don't you uh, see that if they did that? That's interesting. You know, here's another thing, too, to think about when it comes to what I my point of view of what possibly could have happened to the moon is, now if you look at the old, um, you know, the Hebrews uh, in Israel, when they were following the Sabbath, they were really following they weren't following the Gregorian or the what's the other one, Justinian or the uh, calendars. They were yeah. following a, they were following a lunar cycle calendar. Now, 
to be in that God doesn't want us to worship the creation at all. There is now why, okay, there's a couple of reasons that could be why he would use the lunar calendar. A, it's his natural cycle, his natural calendar cycle. Uh, that's one thing. And then the other thing is to always to remind them in the distant past of what God did during the flood, his great magnificent power, and that not only you know is he a gracious and merciful God, but he also is a God who will pass justice, pass judgment. He is a just God. And so... Could that be a reminder? Because if you're, unless you're like a, a world traveler and you have all sorts of money and you can go from play point, all these different points to gather up all the information that proves that there was a flood, what else would there be for God to show mankind if it was land-bound uh, and never going to be able to actually see above what he's actually walking on, then the moon is a reminder. This is another one thing that I think about. I mean, this to me, I know it's it's new concept. It's something that no one's talking about, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that no one's thought about it or just thinking about it. But uh, when you put the pieces together a little bit, you start to me at least, it would make great sense. Of course, God's ways are greater than Michael Adams' ways. So um, odds are I'm completely off 100%. But if I was God and I was going to have this this thing, you know, a calendar and a reminder to my people of who I am, uh, what better thing out there? Because the sun, can, you can't do it with the sun, apparently. Maybe there is a way, I don't know. Um, but, you know, what would be the, the real negative effect if God were to, say, damage the moon and to allow it to be damaged in order to be a reminder to mankind and also to the demonic realm of who he is what happened and what is to come in my head when you just said that I am a jealous God yeah that's pretty jealous (laughs) That's, that's pretty jealous yeah it is so he's not messing around so and I know that, you know, uh, humanity overall has had a a reprieve from something, one of his major judgments. But we're due for one. And people will say the United States is due for one, but I say globally, we're due for one. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say globally. I should say uh, worldly. <laughs> the world is due for one. Um uh, so, I don't know. I, I mean, of course I don't know. No one will know, but only time will tell. God will answer that question, but there's a reason for the way the moon is and reason why God has shown it to us. And there's very little advent. I don't know any... We don't know too much as far as the advantage of the moon Overall, in the say the biomes, the, the this world that we live in, as far as as far as man goes, at least the advantage, except for a full moon, I guess it's, it's brighter, makes it a little bit brighter. 
but you still can't really see much even in, in a full moon so um you know what's going well, on there i don't know you know if you look at like a super moon you could definitely see more details there's no appearance or bust about that i no, there's there's some dude, there's some nights I look up and you can see it's just, just like it's almost like your eyes improved. You know what I mean? It's like wow, you can see like the detail and the the black, and of course you're seeing the darkness of the the dark shining through the the moon. But you can look at it and be like, wow, you could see more details. And of course, you know, like like I said, I what last time that happened. I, I grabbed both of them and I took them up to the park and we went up there and I brought that, that you know, it's not the best telescope, like I said. It's it's one of those, not, if you think of a regular telescope, then you think of like a real science telescope where it's like a big giant tube with nothing on each side. It, it's almost one sheet, I can't describe it to you, but you know, it's not the basic telescope. My buddy gave me one right. of those, and of course, it pretty much saw the same thing that my regular telescope did. Um, but I took that up there, and I really didn't need it because the moon was really bright in the sky. And once we got up there, because we're actually higher and we're away from some of the light, we could actually see more details. But I'm going to go on what you what you were talking about the the idea of okay, we're seeing the moon during the day. You brought up that, and I'm going to start studying it, because that's a really interesting thought, is, okay, is this a new thing? Is this a newer thing? It's because a lot of people, you know, like I said, they don't talk about the moon in the sky during the day. I, I rarely hear people bring it up, because I think it's so interesting. Has that changed? Like, was there a point in time where there's no documentation of the moon during the day, like being able to see it? Yeah, I don't remember it as a child myself. But then again, I wasn't looking up to see it. Yeah. And as far as, you know... Yeah, and as far as... like the the signs of the time? Could be. Could be. Uh, You know, and of course, if, if, if what you're hearing on television and on TVN and... And about blood moons and all, you you can just count on that not being reliable at all. So, you know, as far as figuring out what God's plan is about this, or it's going to be independent, Bible believing, spirit filled brothers and sisters are going to figure it out. They're not, they're not afraid to be criticized. You know what I mean? And that's and. People are starting to have more and more uh, courage. I mean, it's like the star. I mean, when I started filming that star, you know, and I showed my mom, my mom's like, that's what a star looks like? Oh, my gosh. I showed her uh, yesterday the video of it, and I was showing, you know, look at the behavior of it. Like the very the first film that I did, Angry Star. Um, and it's interesting, the behavior of that star and what was going on between the star and the leaves in front of it and the trees in front of it and how if you look at it it's almost like okay so like the edge of the star that the twinkling more bright edge to circle around them all the stars that one was it was actually conforming to the leaves 
And I'm like, well, that sounds, that seems electrical in nature, not gaseous in nature, electrical in nature. So really interesting observation I thought my part of that I saw. A, a lucky mistake on my part. So because you know, there's not too many people showing video of a star and it being interacting with something in front of it. You know what I mean? And uh, and it's like, yeah, wow, this definitely is some electrical mag, uh, magnetism of some sort. I mean, I don't want to act, act like I'm some kind of uh, electrical engineer and have any understanding of all electricity. And anybody else that tells me that they have an understanding of how electricity works at this point, I mean, there has to be some kind of connection, though, in my mind, between the spiritual realm and what's going on with electricity and the behavior of these stars, which I am getting more and more convinced on it, not only from what the Bible says, but actually from what I'm experiencing, that we really are doing with dealing with uh, angelic beings. But, you know, they just don't. You know, here's another thing, too, about that, is the behavior of the stars. And if you look at it, and then you look at the, um, oh, gosh, what do they call that again now? Uh, that thing over uh, saints' heads. Um, halo? You know, the halo. Where did they get that idea of the halo? Satan. Well, they don't think I could, I, I can only think I, yes, Satan, for, for sure. Somewhere. Then there's like sun dogs, sun doing that, um, uh, moon dogs, uh, and the behavior of stars uh, and the planets, because even the planets look just like stars. They don't look anything like a planet. But they're not so planets. when I. No, there's no such thing as a planet. That's another Longer planet. Star, line. right? Right. And here's another thing too. What I discovered as well, since we're going down this path unexpectedly, um, sure, why not? is in my last with my last video about asteroids. NASA pretty much proves that asteroids aren't real because in 2017, and I have uh, one of their scientists blatantly saying. It's the first time ever that they have found an interstellar object in the sky or in, you know, out there in 2017. That means that all those other images of quote-unquote asteroids prior to that were all, once again, the fabrications of the imagination of, of scientists and their artisans. So in other words, everything that everyone ever saw, you know, these black and white uh, images of this, of this being an asteroid, that being an asteroid, is nothing more than a, it's either a rock behind a black background, or it is, the other way you could make that to look like something uh, similar to, with the idea of what the moon looks like, is through like Plaster of Paris or some kind of, you know, and make your own fictional rock with little bumps and craters and then call it an asteroid. And, uh, but at this point, there is zero evidence for anything of an asteroid. Now, that's different than a meteor, complete difference. Of course, we see meteor showers and what the hell that is, and there's certain things. But when it comes to an extra asteroid, 
NASA themselves said in 2017 that was the first time that they ever captured an image of an interstellar body, which is basically some object between a star and a star. That's what is missed, the definition of it. So in all practicality, that means everything in our galaxy is between a star and a star, if this, what they say, if their concept of a galaxy is true. But of course, but what not you're true. saying is they're making stuff up as they go. Absolutely. If they, and of course, if they can't most, explain it, they just automatically make it up off the top of their head. Right, and you know they have the advantage because of, uh, you know, public's technology is now only now catching up. So they, and this is what they said. They said we've been looking for decades of evidence of interstellar of interstellar being be body. He said we've been looking for practically decades, and this is the first time ever that they captured something quote unquote on film or whatever they did. Of course, they had to present an illustration of what they said it was, and they claimed that it's like an asteroid that's 20 yards, I think, wide, and 120 long, which is, like, stupidly small. But they claimed it was an interstellar. (laughs) My point in all this is that it also goes against everything that God says. Now, once again, God is the God of life, okay? Now, I understand there's stones down here, and there's rocks and formations down here, but we don't know what was before the antediluvian period fully, what was going on, and now, for one thing. Secondly, just because uh, there are uh, rocks and all that kind of stuff and you know rock formations and all sorts of does not mean in any way, shape, or form that there's rocks out there. There's no evidence for that. But there is evidence for other things. But, you know, why would God have rocks floating around in the firmament? Okay, well, we don't have, speaking uh, of, if no, that's the case, we talk about all this stuff before, and the thing that drives me up, dude, I praise God, praise Him hard for this flat earth movement. Because it got people thinking, it started people studying for themselves, and getting out of that stupid science bubble. And they started doing the science for themselves, which is utterly amazing. So all of a sudden, people started looking at satellites. So here you are, dude. I have to go on any NASA website and look up satellites. And the idea of how many, I'm not saying satellites don't exist, by the way. I'm just saying, you look at these, these pictures of the Earth, and how many satellites are outside the Earth? And, dude, and you're talking about all this, all the rocks and all this. Dude, how they now smashed into these things? That's right. You know, it's or common you know, sense stuff. Or you know what? You know, like uh, say, like a plane. You know, like all these planes. You know, they run into a bird and it goes, it tears the, <laughs> it tears right exactly. into the planes. So. You know, and they, they're talking about and these little meteors, right? And and they talk about these meteors, and you know, the, you know, it, none of it makes any sense because it's all nonsense, absolutely nonsense. That they're anywhere, in any way, shape, or form, 
past lower uh, over and so or you know past the second heaven in any way shape or form or past the firmament they can't well I what I'm hoping for and you know it's eventually going to happen is somebody with money is going to believe the movement and be like okay well I want to see it myself and they take the technology and they build themselves some kind of rocket to get up there to do it and actually see what's going on. And once they see they're up there, they're going to be like, wow, the, uh, the moon's off of flow. <laughs> <laughs> and things are going to change. Uh, It'll happen. It's just when, I don't know, for, you know, I don't know. If, what's the point we're going to get to when everything falls apart? You know what I mean? Is this, is this, are we going to be able to see this? Are we going to be able to see the point in time where all this science gets disproved? Or at least back to what it should have been with the idea of every, everything revolves around us, if that's the case, if that's what we want to go with. But, of course, we know that's crap. But even if we went back to that, that would help things out. Well, if they just even just would seriously start once again applying the scientific method to certain, you know, like <clears throat> the cosmology, for the, you know, of our world, our, the, the quote-unquote universe, uh, that that would just help out a lot. But the problem with that will be is the admitting that you basically have been lying to people for over. It's getting close to, well, a century. Yeah, but they're pretty and good at passing the flame. I know they are. <laughs> but here's, Obama, you know, you know, blame Bush for stuff. They'll, they'll pass the blame and say, oh, those people are dead. We can't, we can't dig them up and blame them again. I mean, all that, they didn't know what they were talking about. But the thing is, the truth is there, Michael. And so... All of a sudden, you're looking at all this stuff, and all these videos are coming out, and all of a sudden, you're seeing these guys that are high up in this stuff, like that Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's being interviewed, and he's like, "Oh, what's the, uh, what's the Earth? Oh, it's more of a, it's a, it's an egg shape because of the force, but it, it looks like a pear. Which is it? We're, we see these quote-unquote pictures. I'm looking at a circle or a sphere." So you, obviously you're lying to me. Why should I believe a single word that comes out of this guy's mouth if this one sentence disproves him? So well, the, Earth is spinning the, the, that fast that it's pushing down so we look like an egg. You know how stupid that sounds. I know. But of course, people well, don't have common sense no more. Well, I, and that's you know, why we're going to believe when aliens come down. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, or that, you know, that we were hit by an asteroid. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, you know, the, um, you know, it's until you're pushed into the situation and forced, uh, there really is no reason for you to question the official narrative. So I, I you got to have a, I have a lot of uh, empathy and, and compassion for the masses because you know, I mean, why would you believe that you what? Why would you believe that you were lied to 
by NASA about what space looks like. You know what I mean? It's so absurd that it is perfect for um, a bunch of lying SOBs, basically. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you know why? No one's going to the average person's going to have no reason to question why, or even you know think about asking the question: Why would anybody? Is anybody lying to me? Is there a, a different answer? And maybe you know part of the of this whole addressing this whole issue is not asking the question why are they lying to us or if they're lying to us, but simply asking uh, to have you know just offer me the proof, evidence for what you're saying, and um, if they can't present it like the heliocentric model, which is not anything to to substantiate it, then, you know, it's, it's okay, you know. Well, that's why uh, people are so brain dead. I, dude, the idea that somebody can believe that, oh, this guy, this guy, Elon Musk, he's in charge of Tesla. He's got a really nice car. You know what he's going to do with it? He's going to shoot it in space and film a video of it. Like, why, why, why would you do that, first of all? Like, Didn't he already all, do I'm it? Saying, well, I'm saying he did it, but why would he do it? Like, why would people, like, first of all, how much one of those cars cost? And you're just, you talk about, we talk about flushing your money down the toilet. He just did it to shoot a video. And, of course, the video eventually died, which that's ridiculous, too, because that could have been something that could have lasted a long time. Because, obviously, you have solar panels that would have been charging these batteries, and that, you know, obviously that's a big lie. And, of course, you watch the footage. I don't know. Your regular person is going to be fascinated and be like, wow, ooh and ah, when your your person that has a brain, they're like, okay, well, you launch this in space. How is this car crystal clear? How is there no, like, debris on it in any way? How is the tires not melting? How is the, the paint not peeling? Just, you know, common sense questions. But sure. People, you know, people have common sense. They want to be entertained. So, so here, here, let me talk about. Oh, they want to, you know, or they 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 want to believe the lie too. You know, I mean, you know, we love the lie more than the truth because the truth is too disturbing. Let's be honest. The, the, when you come to this realization of how absolutely wicked and evil this place is. And how you know the only person that end of the day you really can honestly put your 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 whole faith and trust in is in Jesus, and not only that, but he's not necessarily and he's not like in your face like I can just follow him and no worries, you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to yeah. follow him with, with faith, and not only with faith, but it's a God that although I can see his handiwork and throughout me. Throughout, we're often surrounding me, but I don't see him. And he doesn't talk to me every time, or a lot of times he doesn't talk to me at all. In fact, he never talks to me. And so, <laughs> but I still got to have faith in him. And, uh, I mean, it's a heck of a circumstances to be in. You know, could you think about how bad the fall must have really been? How bad it really was. What really happened that 
in that that in that time period with Adam and Eve and the serpent and God and all that, uh, we I don't think we even have a comprehension of how bad uh, the situation was. All we can know is the consequences after the fact, and that being that you know we're all living in a dreadfully fallen place, surrounded by a bunch of demonic entities that are. They're like cockroaches, like ants, all all around us, and uh, most people are going to be frying in hell. And I hate to sound that way because it's terrible um, to even think about how bad the whole situation is. And I think that's you know most people do rather just tune that that whole message out. In fact, I know most people will just rather turn that whole message out because of what it, uh, it implies. That's why it's not spoken, <laughs> right? Your your right. regular your regular church pastor is not going to say those words. No, because most people want to stop. Well, a lot of people will stop showing up on Sunday, and then the coffers will dry up, and then you know you have to get a real job, and then you have to go live in ground <laughs> like Paul did. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, poor guy. So, <laughs> well, people Paul, needed Paul, tents. You made tents. People Paul, needed them. I know, and I and I'm sure it wasn't easy work. Somebody has to do it, right? I clean. Somebody has to do it. That's my job. Right. Well, I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm not talking about Paul doing the work. I'm talking about the poor uh, pastor or reverend that you know has had this cush position all his life. Relatively speaking, where he, basically his main worry is what he's going to say on a Sunday for 20 minutes. In the meantime, he's getting paid $90,000 a year. It's true. <laughs> and of course, that's not, you know, not, well, I'm not getting wealthy and so filthy, but you're still better off than 80% of everyone else. So you're still, you know, you're gonna have. You're not gonna to have to worry about having your light shut off. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not to condemn them. Uh, and anything, if anything, for Paul is how uh, the Apostle Paul was. You know, he's been so uh, disrespected by the body of Christ for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either they they make him up to be more than he is, or you know they they just can't accept what he had to say. You know what I mean? It's just um I don't know. Okay, but back well, to the uh, yeah, back to what, what you were saying. What part you want to go yeah. on? If not, I'm going to go in another direction with because you were talking about the the power and. You know, obviously, God, right, it says God is light. You know, we don't 100% understand that. I brought up something to you, and I'm going to bring this up, which is really interesting, is the idea of, of you know, what obviously what he is. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's some kind of power there. There's kind of electricity there. So, obviously, I know, I'm telling you right now, I know he, he's electricity, Right? How do I know that? I brought this up to you not so long ago. 
Moses went up to the mountain. He came down. What happened? He was glowing. He was. Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I, I, I'm pretty sure I said this to you. So I was watching America, American Pickers, and this guy had a Tesla coil, and he put it in a garage or in a, a barn. He pretty much built a barn around this Tesla coil. So when he turned it on, all you see is this beautiful, beautiful, like, you know, obviously it's lightning and it's dancing and all this stuff. And he takes a light bulb, one of those fluorescent light bulbs, and he holds it up and it lights up. Uh-huh. That's what happened to Moses. How crazy is that? Not crazy. And you know what? Let's look at sprites now. Uh... And what a sprite is 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 a sprite basically a, uh, a natural uh, but short-lived Tesla coil because it's going down and up. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then watch my video, and uh, then you can see. Then you can start going from there. But uh, but yeah, because it, it, the behavior of lightning. Especially when there are sprites, and sprites are, are a great testimony too of the firmament because the sprites they go to a certain point and stop shooting up above the clouds, above the the middle of a sprite. Okay, and then you have the other going down, and a lot of times these sprites even have uh, different shapes, and one of them is an angelic shape. So that's very interesting. It's all right. Uh, and you'll see faces in the sprite. So, yeah, what's, what is a Tesla coil? But it's, it's basically tapping into, what, the ether, right? Huh? Huh? And yes, I'm going to give you another sign of that, too, which is really amazing. And, of course, it, it wraps everything together. The firmament over us. God sits on top of the firmament. So all of a sudden... We know where Polaris is. We know what, if you go directly down, what landmass is there. So if you if you go north, everybody goes north. What what will you see in the sky? Because God is closest to that point because that's where Polaris is, right? North Star. So you all go to that point. What are you going to see when you look up in the sky? You're going to see God's glory. And what's that? The Borealis. When I do, when I see that, when I see video of the Aurora Borealis, dude, I, it does something to me. It's just like, it's you're seeing God. I, I, I know when I watch that, I'm seeing some kind of manifestation of God. I don't know if that He's showing His glory, but what we just had a conversation about, that's because. God's so close to that point, that's what you're seeing. He, he's causing this. I, I don't know if it's like, it's like with lightning. You, see, you have protons and hitting and hitting hot air, whatever, cold air, and they're, they're meeting at this point. That's what you're seeing. You're, you're seeing those two contrasting points hit. So whatever's going on up there, with God being close to being up there, you're seeing remnants of, you know, I, that's all I can say. In my eyes, when I see that, you want to know what God's glory is? I think that's it. 
Well, that could be. I can't. I can't dispute that. It certainly is magnificent. They say I've never oh, seen personally. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen images. I see images. I've never seen it personally. Uh, I've been. I've been far up north to 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 have the opportunity. I was far up north to actually have that opportunity, but never actually saw the Ouroboros, Ouroboros, whatever it is. Say it again. There. Oh, say it for me. Aurora Borealis. Aurora. Don't ask me. Don't Thank tell you. me to say it three times fast. I can't. Aurora Borealis. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it's don't don't ask me to spell it either. So, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you know, and I've been also been far, far up north to have the opportunity to actually to have. Um, an amazing experience as far as seeing the scars in the sky. And yeah. unfortunately, they were chemtrailing. So the only time I've ever seen a wonderful, uh, amazing experience of the stars in the sky was in uh, Nevada, in Death Valley. It's the only time. Also, the only time I ever experienced pure silence, which is very interesting in its own right. And it actually quite. Uh, it was quite um, soothing to have well, the pure That's probably why it works out so well to shoot images of the moon or Mars. Because you can get away with doing stuff like out there. Right? I mean, you, you look at like, uh, was it Area 51? But of course there's an Area 52. People never heard of that. But you can go out in those deserts, and they're okay job. Nobody's going to be able to see you do anything. So if you have no. almost sheer darkness at night, you could do whatever you want out there. You can. You can pull off quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for a person not to be there. Period, or have any desire to be there. Period. Well, even if you were, even if you, you know, I even if you were interested I, I, in every fifty-one. Yeah. Go ahead. So I, I I brought that up. We had a conversation about that not too long ago. So uh, in the beginning of the conversation, I brought up about them testing. That's where they were testing, right? So if if they were out there testing the uh, the atomic bombs out there, what's going on? They're causing craters. That's a great place to shoot a moon landing, wouldn't you think? Sure. <laughs> it, it, it kind of proves itself if you think about it. Never it, mind it certainly is. people about the moon rocks coming out and they're like, oh, this ain't a moon rock. This is something that you buy down the street. Right, and then they got that one place, I think it's in Arizona or New Mexico, whatever place, or some place where they specifically, basically created the moonscape through the use of TNT and explosions, um, and, and try to actually mimic exactly what you're seeing on the moon. Um, so, anyways, it's, it's all absurd. The whole thing is absurd the more and more you look into it. I mean, it's hard to accept. I remember way back when, when I even heard the first time of Flat Earth, or heliocentric model and geocentric model, or the first time I, you know, seriously contemplated the uh, 
that the, never went to the moon. Um, and how much time and energy it took to So that would be the same free. time point? What do you mean? So we're talking probably about 2015. So at this point, the moon landing being fake is crossing your mind in 2015? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, probably prior to that, I was already kind of seeing the hints, but not really. It wasn't until... Uh, Dave McGowan actually kind of gave me the courage to say, oh, yeah, it's fake. You know what I mean? I had to have somebody else uh, with a little more clout and somebody I respected who gave uh, some persuasive evidence or arguments uh, contradicting the whole moon landing thing for me to go, yeah, that's – but then, yeah, so so that would be like 2014, 13, 14 – and then about a year later, uh, yeah, 2014 was the first time anybody uh, brought up Flat Earth. I think it was Walt Stickle that did, although he wasn't seriously contemplating himself. He just brought it up. Um, and I think maybe we were talking in, in jokingly, or maybe he was fishing to see what, how anybody else would respond. But I don't think even he himself could accept that Earth was uh, flat until a year ago, 2016, a year and a half ago. So it's 18 now. So it's two years ago, somewhere around that. Two years. So for me, for me, it's 2015 is my. Yeah, I think part of it was that, and then you know, talking to David, Robbie, Rob, uh, was it Robertson or David? What's Davidson? his name? Robbie. Robbie Davidson is that his name? Yeah, I was. I man, when, at the time I interviewed him too, I screwed up his name throughout the whole interview. Did the same thing. I was calling him uh, David Robinson or something like that, or something like that. Davy Robin Roberts or something like that, and like one of them is that musician. Anyways, um, yeah. <clears throat> so but I, 2015 is when the flat Earth thing worked for me. And part of it was, um, you know, what's his face? Um, Mark Sargent. So, as you know, uh, and someone who's not a Christian and someone is pretty much anti-Christ, but, and I don't, you know, here's the thing about the, the flat earth thing. There, there was, there was a psyop going on. I strongly believe that there was a psyops going on connected with the flat earth movement. Okay? Well, but as time you said that too, right? Well, that yeah, and then there's the Roman Catholic Church and the geocentric model, they were even a little bit the principal, they were even be even ahead of the game. And I really think that this is all part of um Stirring up the pot, you know what I mean? Mixing it all up. I, I really do think that the, the timing of it is so suspect as far as it causing divisions at all levels, in, in any way, shape, or form, whether it's political, religious, even when it comes to cosmology. The only difference is with this particular PSYOP, they were not lying about the Earth being flat. 
and you know most people to this day still don't recognize that the earth is flat they still believe it's a ball and they they have a hard time believing that the earth could be in any way flat well, I think it's stupid the, the, so the 100% thing I could tell you real quick Michael is if if you watch or anybody watches something called the principal movie like yeah pe- the flat earth thing, it freaks people out, right? So if you watch this movie, it doesn't bring up the flat earth, but it tells you the truth, and the scientists are right there telling you the truth, that the sun is, is not the center of the universe, that we're the center. But, of course, they're not explaining the full story. It's telling you we're not even moving. And, it's you know, it's out of Michio Kaku's mouth. And these are the guys that are trying to destroy the flat Earth movement because it destroy. It's just it's just like me telling you about uh, Stanton Friedman. Stanton Friedman is hearing stories about Jesus Christ being said and these abduction stories, and all of a sudden it stops. He's throwing away those stories because he still he wants that money, 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 money. Because all that all that UFO stuff gives them cash. So anything to take the cash out of their pockets, they're going to steer the other direction. Same with this. Right. So if you watch this movie, it's a, it's a wonderful movie, and it, it proves 100% that the Earth is, we're, we're not moving, and we're in the center of everything. Common sense, if you believe in the Bible, that's the thing. If you pull a Christian at, uh, uh, talking on the street, you believe God you believe everything in this book. How come you don't believe the earth is the center of us because he created it? That's why you start reading Genesis. What does it say? It created the earth. Why would he create the other stuff? Why would be why would be we flying endlessly because those are the words they use. We fly endlessly through ever expanding universe. Where's God in that? God's not in that. God's in the dome. God's sitting on top of us, looking down at his creation. That is love. That is God. And it, it's right. right in front of everybody's face, and they refuse to say it. I'm not talking about the shape of the earth here. I'm just talking about what the Bible says. The Bible 100% says we're not moving. We're not spinning. Hey, even everybody else says we're not, we're, we live on a flat earth. Okay, well, let's, uh, i got to go travel from A to B. It's going to take me a 1,000 miles an hour. I can't get in a car. I'm going to grab, uh, what's this thing with uh, engine on? Uh, aeroplane? It's right in front of everybody's faces. They're looking at us like idiots because they're laughing. they got to be laughing. So I got that, that link on my website. Or was it out of an airplane window? Thousands of pictures of people looking outside their window. Dude, the Earth is flat. You could take a you could take a, a a a ruler, hold it up to that picture, and it's flat. Every single one of them. Do you know why I believe it? Because that's what my eyes tell me. Who created my eyes? God. God tells me these things. God shows me these things. Lot, you know, you know, and I know we've been shown a lot of stuff, and it, it, 
half of the stuff, well, 90% of the stuff is not pretty. Speaking of not pretty, right now, Bohemian Grove is going on. And what are they doing there? They're not peeing on trees for fun. They're molesting children and have having homosexual relationships with men they hire. That's our government. That's the world we live in. And we need to wake up to it. I'm sorry, I just went on this weird little rant. But that it's, it's true. It's just like, when do we take off the blinders and use our common sense? Why is the sky blue? There's water up there? Dude, that's crazy. No, it's common sense. <laughs> it's common sense. What does the Bible say? That's what the Bible says. There's water up there. Oh, there was a canopy theory, and all of a sudden when the flood happened, there's no canopy theory. Well, that's why you guys preach a theory. You get paid to preach a theory. Ken, Ken Hoban preaches a theory. I preach fact because the fact is the Bible. He says different. His word says different. I, I'm sorry, dude. I just I, I just get aggravated with, with people just not using common sense. Well, amen. Preach the truth, you know, the word. So it's okay. But, you know, it's it's understandable from their end because of, you know, them being fallen, them believing in man over God. So you're asking them to do something that... Uh, will convict them and <laughs> they might have to change. That's not a good idea. <laughs> well, that was, that was you. That was me. You know what I mean? We, right. That's the whole thing. What does God do? What, he is our father. Okay, what, what does parents do? They, they teach us right from wrong. A lot of them are hard lessons that we have to learn. And, we don't like, and of course, I can speak how I did things. I mean, I'm sure you can speak how you've done things. Dude, I... I used to go drink, not tell my mother. My poor mother is living with this back injury, which gives her migraine headaches full force for months on end. What did I do to her? Made her worry. She would, I would come home, and she would be trying to sleep on that couch, but she would be up all night waiting for me to come home. That's what kind of people we are. But that's the only thing, Michael. When I got saved, that was one of the first things I did. Was I went up to her and I'm like, Mom, I put you through hell. You didn't deserve that. But I did it because of me. I wanted to do what I want to do. I have somebody here that wants to do what she wants to do. But we didn't listen because we were unsaved. So when people see God, oh, that's another father figure. I can't, I'm not listening to him. It's all fun. He wants to take away my drugs. He wants to take away my party. I can't do whatever I want. I can't whore around the way I want to. No, that's called common sense. You shouldn't do that stuff because it harms you. All, the only thing he wants to do is protect you. He wants to be that parent. He wants to make sure you don't fall down that well. He wants to make sure you don't end up dead because you like drinking and you don't know where you are and you have blackouts. Dude, my, my, one of my friends I used to hang out with, he used to tell me all these stories, and he says he's, he was saved. Oh, he wakes up, and he has no clue where he was. He wakes up, praise God, because I think God shows him home. 
but 90% of the time he was getting drunk and he was showing up at his house, he'd wake up in his doorway. And I'm like, praise God you got there. Because when I was with him one night, and we were trying to do he's going from gutter to gutter. <laughs> Not even knowing where the street was. He's going from one side to the other. Stumbling. I don't know how he, how he made it alive in half the stuff. One of the times, dude, he, he fell down where this bar is, and it's probably got about 50 steps. If he wasn't drunk, he would have been dead because he fell down from the top to the bottom. If, if you were sober, you would have been dead, right? Because you your body reaction, it tenses up. But his body was so loose, he fell down, he was fine. Huh, 50 steps, Crazy. wow. Yeah, dude, 50 steps, straight down. Didn't get hurt at all? No, he had a couple bruises on it. Obviously, you're going to get bruises. But it was just, just like, if you walk downstairs and there's a wall on each side. So he must have done like a ping pong game going down the stairs, too. Wow. I'm sure I'm sure he hit his head and it, it, it caused some trauma later. But yeah, I, I know, that has to be God right there. And your average person falling down those stairs, you're done. Take a fork and you're done. Hmm. But that's the, that's the whole thing. We don't want to be told what to do. And you're fighting Did it. You? That, con- that conversation, you're still fighting it. I'm hearing it. You're fighting. You're like, you're going seeing this and you're seeing a, a woman. Dude, that's you fighting because we, we live in these sin-ridden flesh suits that want to do the opposite and want to do whatever we want to do. Heck, there's a whole movement that's doing that right now, right? That I've been talking yeah. to you about. They just want to do whatever they want. They feel like they they feel like a woman today. Oh, they're going to be a woman today and go into a men's bathroom and it's okay because I'm a man now because I just stepped in the men's room. So I'm gender fluid. It's, 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 so it's having a field day, dude. He's got to be laughing like a storm. But I'm telling you right well, now. Know, Dude, at the same time, God's got to be weeping for these people. So I can't well, imagine. That's just twisted thinking, right? I mean, but that's you know, just like I said, the flesh once again. Have you have you ever listened to uh, what's her name, Catherine Griggs? Uh, she was married to like some high-ranking. Officer in the military and Marines. Oh. She she talks about. You check it out. She's got like a seven hour interview, and she tries her best to explain to people what she went through being married to a godless man in the military and what goes on in the military and uh, the perversions that go on, the homosexuality that goes on, the pedophile that goes on, the drugs and everything and. The ruling elite, and she, yeah, she's definitely worth listening to as far as, you know, you don't necessarily have to even listen to the whole seven hours to get the gist of it, but uh, it is Catherine Griggs. I guess I could send you a link to it. Um, Okay, well... If you have more to that, go on. If not, I'll I'll, I'll talk to you about. Dude, I, I thank God you put him, David Arthur. I'm glad he came back on. 
because that really triggered me to get back into this stuff. Um, oh. Obviously, you know, that that's my, you know, if you want to call my stepfather or my father-in-law, dude, that's him down to a T. And the crazy yeah. part is I, I think he, he the same thing, like, I know he had to have AIDS, but something has happened. He's, I don't know. If he, I don't know how you're managing. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be full blown. Obviously, HIV becomes AIDS, but obviously, he did have it. Her mother had it and passed it on to the son. But it was weird. It's like it got passed on, but I don't know. Something happened where it was just like it's there, but it's not affecting anything. And I, I, I dread I, I dread that because of her, her uh Lottie's brother because Lottie's brother is just like deeped into this lifestyle of I got a bunch of kids, I'm not married to my my woman and I'm doing what I wanna do and uh, I, I, I can't really fully go into that with the conversation. I wanna get up okay. So, well brother uh, I think I want to I want to end the recording part of this because I'm getting tired. Okay, that's so fine. it's been a long day for me. So, um, but real quick, I'll, I'll just yeah. say this to you: um, you had David Arthur on. I didn't know he was doing audio, so I started listening to those. Dude, those are they're only an hour long. There's a lot of information in there, and I'm gonna say this to you, and I want you to think about it. I don't want it to eat you alive, but, dude, I got convicted for you because, and it made sense, and I know that's what God did for me. He took a lot of stuff out of my life, but there are certain things that he wants you to do, and you know what that one thing is. And David Arthur, dude, that's all he talks about is smoking. That's all he talks about. (laughs) I know he does. I know. <laughs> but the audios are real good, though. Smoking and drinking and all sorts of things. So, I, yeah, I still got one more vice to go. That's for sure. Right? So, yeah, I, I, you know, I talked to God about it. So, well, you know, I'm sure he wants us. And I'm sure that's, yeah, I know. It's, it's it's getting time again to make another round of attempts. <laughs> hey, this time it'll work. I don't know. Uh, well, the difference, Michael, is you put a call out to all these people that are watching your stuff. I want to do this, and I need your prayers. That's all you need. Right. The prayer warriors well, step well, out, and they'll help you out, and that's where your that's where your freedom is going to come from. Yeah, pray for me. For any, any, anybody that hears this, please pray for me. I got one thing I really need to, to, to conquer, so... And it's smoking, so that's well, one thing I, I never I know did. You don't want to, I, I know you want to stop it here. I want you to pray us out. Oh, before yeah, uh, uh, find uh, the minister. No, find finding peace with Jesus. Dot com, right? Dot org and dot org. Dot org or dot com, or both works, doesn't it? No, just dot um, org. Hmm, okay. The problem, the uh, problem is, is I gotta change it. Is I have an email 
and it's finding peace with Jesus at yahoo.com. I need to change that to .org so I don't, you know, bring this confusion. Or oh, that's okay. buy the thing. Buy the domain. I, there you go. How much are you going to sell it for? I, no, I'm saying, what am I going to buy it for? That's another, well, it's $40 for three years, or four years. Oh, I, so I, I thought, thought you already bought I thought you already bought no, it. No, I bought okay, .org. I, I own .org. It's mine. Yeah, so I just, somebody just spent a bunch of money buying a bunch of dominions. Uh, anyways, uh, dear Heavenly Father, Almighty God, um, thank you for this opportunity to spend some time in fellowship with my brother and Christ. What a, a blessing Ethan has turned out to be. Um, and uh, I just ask you to just bless him mightily and his journey and his walk with you and help him and his uh, desire to serve you that he will uh, do your will and um, that what he does will be a blessing for you and for others who hear it. And, uh, yeah, God, I need some help. You know I need some help. I've been praying to and talk to you about this for quite some time about it's time to quit smoking. So help me, God, because, yep, that's right, folks. Mike Adams still smokes. Terrible Mike. <laughs> but, you know, I know. But, God, uh, I do I do need you know, I, I, I need, you know, I've been asked, I need a little extra help from you, God, because I uh, don't really have the strength that I think I like to have. So, anyways, do a super supernatural work on me when it comes to that. Also, bless all the people that may hear this, that this would be a blessing to them. Most importantly, that they'll have to develop a relationship with you and that uh, I won't be the great pretender. <laughs> Like the, the teaching that Derek had, uh, and that the rest of us can work on not being great pretenders, but actually great uh, sons and daughters of you, God. And um, thank you for Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for your obedience to Heavenly Father. Thank you for paying for our sins and uh, a way out of this madhouse and mess that we're all in. So all praise and glory go to you, God. Thank you for everything. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord, be with us. We're we're so grateful for the 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 conversation we had tonight, and obviously the fellowship that they had earlier. And I I was a part of. I pray that you lead us and give us a concrete place where we can have our own little fellowship in church, Lord. That there are people out there, but Lord, please be with our be with us and help us work through our struggles and get through our. Obviously, we, we still have daily sins that we go through every day. But obviously, the most important part is when we do something wrong, you're there to pick us up and we can repent of the things that we did. But, Lord, make us stronger every day and get these things out of our lives. And, Lord, be with, be with Michael. I know he was struggling with certain things. And, you know, be with him and take these things out of his life. And, obviously... Not only when you take those things out of his life, you, you give us testimonies, and that's amazing thing to you because that gives you glory. Because all the glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. Ethan, thank you, brother. Thanks for spending your thank evening you. with me. I'll talk yeah, you to take you. care, brother. Absolutely. Bye bye. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.